Today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to have and celebrate our 100th episode on the YouTube channel via the audio podcast. Uh, so we're going to have a special guest host, no other than Mr. Jay Santee for the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Plus, we're going to have the preview for AEW Revolution that's on for tonight. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about Impact Sacrifice and Josh Alexander returning back to Impact last night, which kind of surprised everybody. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. So let's start off this Chokeslam Wrestling Report episode. Again, this is the 100th episode from the YouTube channel Celebration. And, of course, I have my guests, you know, coming up in a short few minutes. Uh, but first, we're going to be talking, first of all, the uh, the event that happened last night with Impact Sacrifices. They were a couple, and when I mean a couple, of uh, surprises in that um, – you know, in the uh, show, and one of them, of course, was uh, first of all, let's talk about the Diana, not Diana Perazzo, the uh, Tasha Steele winning the Knockouts World Title away from Mickey James. Uh, I believe they should have done that last, um, the last pay per view they had. Uh, I believe that you know uh, Mickey James' time was over. But, of course, I think Impact was trying to milk it as best as they can, like they always do. And apparently, um, they now they're claiming that Mickey James lost the belt because she came to save uh, Chelsea Green from an attack from Deanna Perrazzo. Um, and so, pretty much, she lost focus because, you know, her and Chelsea Green are friends. So, that was the storyline on that. Also, we have new Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions changed hand. Uh, Violent by design defeated the Good Brothers. Now the question is of the Good Brothers heading to Japan to deal with this whole Bullet Club situation coming up. Uh, because I'm sure, I'm very sure that this is not over between them and the Gorillas of Destiny. Right now, Gorillas of Destiny are in Japan competing in the New Japan Cup. So they should be, um, probably they're going to be over there. And we could see the Good Brothers heading to uh, New Japan. Also, uh, a very, very uh, big, big news coming out of Impact. One is Jake something. The word is that his contract ended the ending of February. So I guess he only had like a uh, his last match against uh, Trey Miguel. Uh, he, I think he lost to Trey Miguel. If I could be wrong, I think he was in a title match with Trey Miguel, but. Uh, Jake something gone. I don't know, understand how the impact uh, keep losing to, uh, you know, these these teams. Um, I don't understand it. Um, also, we saw Rich Swan and Willie Mack defeat. I don't know more Mike Taven and Mike Bennett. Um, they defeated that. The Again, Trey Miguel ended up defeating Jake something. That probably was probably his last match at impact. He, well, he, 
probably he'll go to WWE. I mean, he is that that type of guy, that big type guy that WWE likes to have. Um, so most likely Jake something may may not come back for Impact, but uh, that's a big loss. You know, this is a young wrestler Impact. Uh, they, they gain one back and they lose one. I, I, I don't understand that concept there. Um, so that um, Eddie Edwards with Honor No More, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Mary Canellis, and Kenny King versus. So I guess they had another match, and it looks like uh, Rhino seeks revenge on the leader of Eddie Edwards after he betrayed Impact. Rhino charges at, at um, you know, Edward. Oh, that was Eddie Edwards against Rhino. Um, so they guys, these guys. Had a one-on-one match and to jumpstart the match. Maria tries to hand Edward his signature candlestick, but the referee catches her in the act and ejects her from ringside. Edward distracts the referee, allowing Taven to trip up Rhino from the outside. Edward rakes the eyes of Rhino that begins to wear him down with a headlock. Rhino builds momentum with a mini spear at the corner. All hell breaks loose as Honor No More and Team Impact start brawling at ringside. Swan and Max soar through the air, taking out everyone on the outside. Mackley runs down to the ring and is... Shocking return of event nails Rhino with the candlestick as a capitalized with the Boston knee party to win. So another betrayal as this time Macklin turns on Rhino. There's a whole mess going on here to impact, but it's, it's look like it's getting good. So we'll we'll see what happens on Rebellion. The, of course, the, they've got new knockouts world tag team champions. Um we have the influence, defeating, the inspiration, Casey Lee and Jessica McKay, who were used to be the, uh, whatever, the, uh, I forgot the freaking name they were in WWE. So they're new knockouts tag team champions. Uh, they should have never had those belts to begin with. i always going to keep complaining that from Bound to Glory. They did not deserve to win those titles, especially they were just coming in and they defeated uh, Decay for those belts. So, uh, so we got new tag team champions, influence, uh, wins Madison Rain to Neil Dashwood, and that's that the Neil Dashwood's first uh championship at knock uh actually in Impact. So, you know, congratulations to her. I know she's been out there trying to make something of herself, so that is a good move, I guess. Um, you know, what else here? Jonah versus PCO, Jonah defeated PCO. Uh, not surprised there. I mean, that you know, you can't ask for anything better. You know, um, and especially uh, here I see that Cass puts security through a table. So I don't know what's that all about. Uh, so uh, Jay White versus Alex Shelley. Jay White defeated Alex Shelley. No, nothing surprising there. Uh, and then uh, Deanna Perrazzo, uh against the champ champ challenge for the Ring of Honor World Champion. Former Knockouts World Champion Chelsea Green answered the champ. Challenge and chooses to challenge Deanna Pros for the Ring of Honor World Title. Green di- di- uh, dives to the Oscar for the sh- shadow adrenaline, taking her out of the ramp. Perrazzo quickly turns the tie following a pit point running knee. Perrazzo attempts to lock in the Fujiwara armbar, but Green wisely rolls away. Green counters another Fujiwara armbar, attempting to roll up for two. Green drives Perrazzo face front to the bottom turnbuckle, but Perrazzo grabs the rope to break the pin. Green locks in the Fujiwara Fuji armbar of her own is not enough to keep Peraza down. Peraza targets previously in the wrist of Green locking in the Fujiwara armbar once again to win by submission. After that, Deanna Peraza continued to attack Chelsea Green. That's when Mickey James came out. Um, the again, 
Tasha Steeves wins the uh, Knockouts Champion. We already spoke about that. Uh, you know, um, who else? What else is here? Uh, we talk about the World Tag Team Champions changing hands by Violent by Design. And the Violent by Design should have never lost the belt to begin with. That's all I got to say. Impact World Champion moves. Um, he defeated Heath afterwards. Uh, I, I believe that uh, after the match, Josh Alexander make his shocking return to Impact Wrestling, takes out moves. Alexander said that Scott DeMore was right to send him home. Alexander revealed that he signed a new multi-year contract with Impact Wrestling, and he'll be challenging moves for Rebellion. Now, my thing with this is why they took so long to sign this man's um, contract. You know, um, you know they could have lost him out there. To be honest, he, he could, you could have lost him. Somebody would have came and given him more money and whatnot, and you would have been asked out the way I'm looking at it. So um, I don't know what they were thinking, but at least we could know that he is, um, you know, he is out there. He was out there. Nobody tried to grab him. Maybe they knew what they were doing. They probably was trying to swerve everybody. Like, that's the new thing now. They're trying to swerve the fans and all these people. So we, we will see. We will see. So let's go to AEW. Uh, the revolution for the coming on tonight. The preview, of course, they're gonna have uh, HFFO against uh, which is Andrade Eagle, Isaiah Cassidy, and Mark Hardy versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guerrero, and Sting in a Texas Tornado tag match, supposedly. Um, but I know they have the buy in, the buy in, I think they have the death triangle against uh, House of Black. Eric Redbeard is in the and the death triangle's side, so. Who I'm choosing, I'm going with House of Black. I feel like Eric Redbeard may turn on Death Triangle, and, you know, we'll see. Uh, the uh, Again, the tornado tag match between AHFO, Andrade Eagle, Isaiah Kazan, Matt Hardy versus Darby Alley, Sammy Guevara, Sting. Uh, it's going to be a tornado tag match. I see Darby, Sammy, and Sting winning that, and Andrade and Matt Hardy having issues and breaking up. So that could be uh, something there. Uh, the 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 Faces of Revolution match, um, I could see uh, Keith Lee winning it, but we could also see Warlow winning it just to continue the storyline between him and MJF. Uh, what else we got here? What's other in the card here? You got the uh, Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston match. I have Eddie Kingston to win it. Uh, Jericho will put him over. Uh, the MJF and CM Punk, I have CM Punk winning that, uh, and it will have to do with Warlord not helping MJF after what happened this past Wednesday, where MJF slapped the bricks out of um, Warlord because Warlord said, well, I don't win because I'm too busy helping you win. So that could be the ending of the relationship between MJF and Warlord. They've been doing that uh, stuff very good. Then we're going to have the John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Uh, I could see Danielson winning here, and but then we could also see a new faction. We could probably see Leo Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, and Willie Yuta probably joining together as part of the faction. And Willie Yuta has been treated like crap at uh, with the best friends. Uh, he doesn't get a respect from them. Uh, Daniel Garcia, of course, is part of the 2.0. Uh, 2.0 is a little pissed off of what Daniel Garcia said. Not Daniel Garcia, I said Brian, Brian Danielson said about them. And Liam Moriarty has been hanging out with Matt Seidel. 
we could see that break up very soon. We're going to also see the Jay Carhill versus Ty, Ty Conti. I have Jay, Con, Jay Carhill winning that match. Uh, Ty Conti may give a run for the money, but Jay Carhill will come out of there as the winner. It'll be stupid if you actually take those belts away from her. Uh, the Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus Young Bucks. This could be, I got Red Dragon winning it, but if Jurassic Express retain, it will have to be something where the Young Bucks and Red Dragon, uh, you know, kind of screw each other over and something happens. So, you know, it's, it's you know, uh, I can see probably Jurassic Express retain, but I would like, um, you know, Red Dragon to win. The Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Uh, could it be time that Britt Baker, um, time to lose that belt she has held the belt i think uh i think since double nothing or uh all out she's had the belt for a long time so thunder rosa may win the belt i don't see her winning it for the simple fact because she pinned the champion this past i believe this past wednesday uh usually when a champion gets pinned in a tag team match usually they retain so i'll say uh maybe rebecca stays the champ but um, I'm, my heart is leaning more toward Thunder Rosa winning the belt. It'll be nice, though. The Adam Cole versus Adam Page, I think that's going to be very interesting. Uh, Adam Page is going to retain, and I think, I'm telling you right now, this is going to have to be something where we may see, um, how you call it, the, um, how you call it, the Young Bucks or Red Dragon playing something out that causes Adam Cole the uh the title and we'll probably see kenny omega pop out of nowhere who knows uh uh, follow if he don't pop out now he may pop out on the you know on the uh this wednesday at dynamite so that is my picks my review on the uh not review preview or the AEW revolution is coming out tonight so uh stay tuned now for my Sit down conversation with no other than Jay the Red Santee from the Turnbuckle Tabloid as he comes in to sit down for us to talk about the Ring of Honor purchase that Tony Cobb bought Ring of Honor. And is Cody Rhodes is the one who's going to be running it or is it going to be William Riggle? Who knows? But stay tuned for that and we'll be right back. The Pro Wrestling Ball. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene, taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome to another episode, of, actually the 100th episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report on YouTube. And I have no other than my boy and the guy who I, I give credit because this man, I, I can sit down with this man. We can talk wrestling all day, but we're not doing that all day. So um, my man, Jay the Red Santi from Turnbuckle Tabloid. 
thanks for showing up, buddy. What's going on? And you guys said best already there. So I already see ready to go. I'm I'm ripped and ready to go. Yeah. It's gonna be a long <laughs> night. I got I got I got wrestling to do. I got I got UFC on. Oh, I got bets. Was, I mean my bets. UFC tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my bets going on. The parlay's already in. I'm trying to make some money tonight. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, Yo, who who you got? You got uh Covington you know, or the other guy? Listen, I I I know Covington is gonna win. I have, I could, but I couldn't bet. I couldn't bet Covington. There's no way I could. I could fucking bet that right wing motherfucker. I, I, there's yeah. no way. I, <laughs> I know. Well, the other I, one doesn't stay behind either. He's a right wing too. He's a Trump supporter. Uh, yeah, but you know what? whatever his name is. Uh, Mas, Masvidal. Yeah, 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 but you know what? You know. I, I, uh, I, now I'm Covington. I, right I see more. I, I see more Trump in his face than 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 the loss. The loss Ipano. That's yeah. what. <laughs> For my talk slam wrestling report, um, how you call it, fans? I know we're talking about UFC, so I don't want to get your fucking panties in the wall. So, you know, this is what we do. This is what Turnbacker Tabloid and Choke Slam does. We just bullshit talk, we, you know, we kick it. But, and I, and you know, the minute this happened, when we watched AEW this past Wednesday, and the minute the announcement was made that Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor, I said, yo, I got to hit Jay. He's the perfect fucking guest for me from 100 episodes, and we could talk about that. And I wanted to really like get into your brain. What was your first thought when you heard Tony Khan all hyped up like he was high on caffeine saying that he just purchased Ring of Honor? First of all, I want to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Thank man. you, sir. It's, Thank you. People do not understand that that, that shit is work. Like people don't. That's get a lot it. of fucking work. It, it is work, regardless of what people think. I was just recently on a, a podcast that doesn't deal with wrestling. It, it's, a, it's another podcast. And um, we we spoke we speak about how much time and, and and effort we put into the shows. You know, it sounds like two chamacos sitting there hablando de, de wrestling. That it sounds like we just you know we 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 lost in the world that guys are like they you know people don't understand because we have an occult feeling. But you know, it's work. We do the research. We we, mm -hmm. we listen to the audio. We look we look we were on YouTube. We're reading articles and you know everything with us is is getting the product out and a hundred episodes is a, it's a, it's a milestone. It's a great fiend. Yeah, Congratulations thank you, thank to you for that. Thank you. Um, as per the, uh, the Adderall, the Adderall cocaine ridden fucking Tony Khan, uh, <laughs> allegedly, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know, but he he's was hyper, bro. I never seen that fucking he's hyper like awkward. that, bro. No, no, please. He's awkward like that. Like he's just weird that way. I remember <laughs> seeing him at grand slam and he had this whole, like you said, caffeine-ridden facial expressions, and it, it was just—he's just everywhere. I know, you know, if he has ADHD, you know, real power to him. You know, that's just you know, it is what it is. But it's—it's it's just uh, uh, another level, in my opinion. Another level of passion. Yeah, yeah you, you get the—you get the two different spectrums of what Vince does and what um what he's how he comes off, and uh when he made the announcement. I uh, I know a lot of people are gonna be be shocked by this because they know that I could be fucking um uh very critical of the AW and the people over there. But I was I was happy that somebody got it. Somebody did something with it. Somebody actually took found value in it. It's good for wrestling. It's very good for wrestling. It's good for the brand, and it's good for the people out there to take in consideration that. Uh, wrestling is going to be around. Wrestling will be here. It's 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 
going to be a lot of opportunities for other wrestlers, other uh, other other guys to to get work in, and it it makes me feel as though that you know it's good it's it's good for for everyone, you, you know, the fans especially. Yeah, I mean, to me, I saw it as, you know, another avenue for all these guys who are still not signed out there. You got the Bray Wyatt's, you got now you got the Zara out there, you got the Braun Strowman's, the EC3s. I mean, these are avenues that I feel that you know that now. Tony, you know, you know how that we were, me and you talked about how the, the damn roster for AEW is clogged. You can't put all these talents and within the three hour period that they have, and well, now probably more, probably five hours through in the week. You can't put all these guys in there. So now that they purchased Ring of Honor, I think they don't even have to do AEW Dark anymore, you know, AEW because now you can put these guys in Ring of Honor. Being that Ring of Honor, that's what they were doing. I say two years ago because they were bringing in young talent. Right. And they were still working with the guys like Shane Taylor, the Jay Lethal's, Jonathan Gresham, but you still have the young guys. This is what I think they should do. Now, with that being said, the biggest the biggest one is now my and, and this is what I wanted to talk to you because um there was an article saying that the w, WWE has scrapped of getting Cody Rose. Now with that being said, now you know the Cody Rose thing was what two or three weeks ago that right. should happen. Mm. You can't tell me that Cody Rose did not know that Tony Khan was going to approach his Ring of Honor. Oh, definitely. I knew that there was. He had to know there was something circulating. Something, something um, was in the waters leading to that. And the, and the thing is, do you think that they swerved all of us? Believing we we believe in that oh he's gonna go to WWE oh it's all messed up because you know he did all this for AEW and he left because he wanted more money um and that Tony Khan didn't want to give him Adam Cole Brian Danielson money um do you think you could see him running running uh Ring of Honor this is all a fucking swerve um no and reason being because I really genuinely believe that he shot himself in the foot by booking himself that he way he did and booked certain angles. It was, he started off red hot. He started off. Mm -hmm. He basically was the linchpin that started tying everything together mm -hmm. with connecting the audience with the brand. You know, he, you know, he kicked it off greatly with the, the Dustin, uh, the Dustin Runnels match. It was, that was a great match. Mm -hmm. uh, the storyline leading up to the MJF stuff. It, it, it was, it, it was a great, beginning for him with the company the problem after that became cody wanted to be cody and do other things cody wanted to um feel as though that he could intermingle in other avenues of stardom he wanted to, you know he wants the hollywood life as well and i really you know regardless of what people say and you know it's it's um it's probably really a, a bad precedence to, to make a mention of this, but I really believe that his marriage really was a big hiccup with the business aspect of it. It's not, it's not easy to want to involve your wife in your practices, you know, and everybody wants to draw the comparisons to Stephanie and, and triple H, but they were both in the business anyway. They were in it already. Yeah. You know, and Stephanie had already a long-standing career in business with the company, and 
You know, Hunter already had a long standing. It wasn't as though that they came in as a startup. They were already in the company and they already had the 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 faith and the backings of the man himself. And this you coming in the company, you're almost sitting there and you're sitting there saying, OK. Matt and Nick, you guys, we're in, right? Yeah. Kenny, you're in. Yeah. Tony, we're good. Yeah, I'm in, too. And Brandy and the guys are, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What, what the fuck? Do, who, how does this happen? And I think that tainted a lot of uh, a lot of people and their and their relationship with them. You, you, know, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because. Um, Brand, well, I don't I never saw Brandy being part of negotiations when I remember when Marty Scroll and, you know, the, the whole elite group. I never saw her in there. I saw the damn dog. That's about it. Right. But I didn't see her in there as part of being part of the promotion. She came in later on once they started talking about they were going to bring in all these female wrestlers, Bray Baker being the first one. And I think she thought that because um, she's dealing with the female wrestlers that she wanted to be a female wrestler. And, you know, she's horrible. You know that. You could agree with me. on Right. Yeah, definitely. So um, so you're making a lot of sense. Um, I think she probably has a lot to do with, I think, Cody's choices. But at the same time, I think Cody wanted to be like his father. Like, you know, how his father back in the days, he used to book himself in this like either main event or semi main event, you know. And um, I think Cody was trying to do that also. But the fans weren't buying it, I think, after before the pandemic, because I think after the pandemic, after when the pandemic started, I think that's when you started seeing that Cody was trying to book himself over everybody. Yeah, but you didn't also see Dusty in Rocky movies. You didn't see yeah, him that's true. Yeah, yeah, in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Dusty was connected to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we got we got Cody. He's doing the, um, you know, the, he, he, the, the, you know the whole big show. He's doing uh, roads to the top and all this shit. And we still are being force fed this 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 marriage this this relationship and all this and it's all tied into the the whole AEW thing uh out of all people who the hell got a an action figure first it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh Britt Baker it was Brandy yeah that's who was true, the yeah. initial run out there when they were doing uh the 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 heel faction? Who was the initial one? Uh, it was her, the nightmare, the nightmare collective, some collective, like yeah. You know, she wanted to do the heels thing, and it's it's almost as though that he had to be sure that she's part of it. And in look, granted, look, whatever you know, you know, whatever whatever love binds them together, that's great. But you also got to take a back seat because it's a fresh company. This is a fresh, this is fresh eyes that's going to be on this on this brand. And it's, you know, as much as we sit there that the the fans are pendejos that they're stupid, they don't know much. Or, you know, they, they much. over there. Yeah. <laughs> but they're aware. They see yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's transparent. They see that. You know, Cody. You know, are you pussy whip? Like, what's going on with you? Uh, I mean, it, it, to me, son, to me, once he started that uh, road to the top, road to the top, whatever the hell that program. I looked at him like the next Miz. Like, you got that idea because, you know, Miz has that, Maurice has that show for God knows how many seasons already. And it's popular. People like yeah. it. Yeah, so... And you I know think... what it is with that, with that too? Is that they're likable. 
regardless of what you can say about yeah. um Miz is a heel, Miz is a worker, whatever the case may be. And and I'm I'm a fan of Miz. I've, I've always liked him and such. But on that show, he's likable. The couple is likable. They love the interaction. People are Cody has left such a bad taste with everybody's mouth that not even Omega and the Young Bucks could save that shit. They didn't even want to be on that fucking show. You didn't even see him walk in the background. Like they didn't, yeah, they didn't true, want yeah. They stayed away from that shit like a hooker trying to stay away from AIDS. Like it was, it was, <laughs> it was not happening. Yo, the the, the crazy part is that that uh, I, I, it's like I felt like he was they, they they were trying to I think they were trying to be the next John Cena. Uh, uh, uh you know, I think instead of see the way I looked at it, I said, okay, you're doing all this stuff Hollywood, you know, the fucking go big show, you know, you're doing all this roll to the top. But you, you was doing it for you. You wasn't doing it for AEW. You know what I'm saying? Yes, AEW was, you know, in the channel. And then right after AEW, a show goes on. But the way I'm looking at it is, like, he didn't give a rat's ass about the company. I mean, and then reports were talking about that he wanted Adam Cole money, Brian Danielson money, and supposedly uh, Tony Khan didn't see him in that level. I mean, you agree with it or, I mean... Cause I don't see him in that level of nowhere near Brian Dance or Adam Cole or CM Punk. Now, he, now here's the thing that 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 I was conflicted with because I would have thought generally in, in in a smart move would if if since he was a student of WWE mm-hmm. was that and and a lot of those guys too they should have came in on the two separate contracts. I'm mm-hmm. coming in as an executive, and I'm coming in as talent. Yeah. What happened was he came in and the rest of the guys came in all lumped in one. That's not oh. a smart move. It's okay. not a smart move. When you look at when you look at the specs, uh, Triple H and, and Stephanie, they each even Shane, he each come in with two separate contracts. One is one came in as an executive. The other ones are coming in with their their um, guarantee money as talent. Their talent money is less than executive money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's in the bag. That's secured for them. They know it's there. Looks as though that that didn't occur with with Cody and um, and the rest of the guys. He does he does he deserve punk and Danny some money? Maybe. I mean, let's just be honest, regardless of what you say, the guy's a heat seeker and draws attention to to the to the product. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't like his his um, handling of talking to the crowd and speaking to them like if they're they're his equal i'm not a fan of that i'm not a fan of uh him booking himself the way that he did like you said he had the old dusty model of uh um i'm not the main event guy but i'm the main event guy if you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah 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 and he he did put focus on that in, in, in certain matches now you're not gonna now you're not gonna sit there and shoot to the moon to get punk or danielson money because that's not what you're supposed to aim at because one hadn't wrestled in seven years. The other one is just coming off one of the hottest fucking angles in his career. Besides yep. um, the Yes Movement, outside of that. He just came back from retirement and he looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we already knew that, you know, the, the, the fan base was going to draw to that and they're going to draw money from it. But is he up there in that? I would have put him in the top five with um, Omega and the Bucks. I think I think 
he had proven himself to draw something when he's there, when he's doing something and, 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 and he's doing stuff that a lot of the other guys aren't doing. He's actually in matches trying to help the, 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 the younger up, talent. Up, yeah. The, the up and coming guys. Yeah. While the bucks are just stroking their own fucking hair and their balls, uh, doing these fucking tag matches just to put themselves over. Yeah. And Kenny is doing the heavy lifting with the main event angles. Cody was actually in the mix. He was out there doing it with these guys, these younger guys. So I, I, think, I can't, I can't, I can't fault him for that. I, I mean, I, I saw him helping the younger guys, especially the 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 Nightmare Factory guys, the Lee Johnsons, uh, Camarado, all this. And mind you, and Brian Dennis is doing the same shit now. Yeah, he's yeah. no different. He's, he's no helping different. right now, and he's, and he's getting top tier money. He's helping right now. Jay Carhill get better, so he's supposed uh, supposed to be training her and showing her the ropes and all that. But Listen, you could you could put as much shine on shit. It's still not gonna make it a diamond. Oh, you think she's not gonna get better? Oh, it, you know, I think she's. She I has to. She, she there's certain things she has to learn. She has to learn how to sell. Mm-hmm. She doesn't she sell. Has to, she has to learn how to do facials. Mm-hmm. And not the porn way. <laughs> and she also has to learn to pace herself. Yeah. There's, and and I love. And this is why I was trying to get a, a certain wrestler on the show recently because he made a statement about, oh, I love how you guys talk about wrestling, but you guys have never taken a bump before. You guys never stepped in the ring before. And I would just want to tell him, OK, but you always like to you guys the same way. You guys criticize fucking movies, but I've never seen you guys in the fucking MCU universe. I've never seen you in The Walking Dead. I've never seen you in a black. So how can you criticize you? you, you you're the same way. None of you guys. You, you, we we critique, especially those who know what they've been watching for 25, 30, yep. 35. Jesus, I'm fucking old. Um, all these yeah, years. I'm older than you, so. I know. I'm watching well, this shit for 46 already. Right. So it's like, it's not as though that we're not watching something that's new to us. We know and understand. Will we ever want to do it? And go ahead. Fuck no, not me. I'm not going to do it. I, I, I would love to take a fucking bump. Just like I'm not, a, listen, a I've, take, I've, I've <laughs> took a bump or two and makeshift rings. I took a bump or two and, uh, and, and, and official rings. And I told myself I did the right thing for not doing this shit. Yeah. I played semi-pro ball. I played athletics all year. Uh, and when I was growing up, I did everything, you know, everything any kid or any guy who was into sports did. But as for wrestling, I was like, I would have preferred to wear the black and white shirt or fucking be a manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. not taking those fucking bumps every night. But with that being said, um, you still have to you still have to give credit where credit is due and what Cody's done. Now, as for the stuff with WWE, I want your thoughts about it. Is um, do you think this is this 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 is this is a a, a um? It's a it's a it's a ruse to get us to believe that this didn't occur, or do you believe that um, maybe there might be something potentially coming down on either side of that? He might pop up in AEW again or pop up in WWE. That's the thing. Like I, I feel what I'm the way I'm thinking about it is okay. They could have done it in the elimination chamber. I thought there was somebody took a picture. Somebody read it, saw a picture of him in Poland. Everybody was like, oh, he's going to Saudi Arabia. He's going to show up at the elimination. Motherfucker was in Detroit. Was no yeah. <laughs> uh, but the way I look at it, 
if he does pop out of WWE, he's going to pop out after WrestleMania. I don't see him coming in the middle of WrestleMania season. Who is he going to, you know, who's going to get into a storyline right now? I think everybody right. pretty much in the roster right now is, you know, as horrible as that fucking WrestleMania card looks, but everybody is like tied down with somebody, right? So with that being said, him showing up at AEW again, I don't see him probably coming back to AEW. I could see him showing up as an executive or, or a freaking uh, commissioner or whatever for Ring of Honor. That, that's the way I see it. So that's the, because there's no way in the world. That's why I asked you. He had to know that Tony Khan was going to get Ring of Honor, you know, and since he wants to be the booker, he wants to be the guy to book himself, whatever. That'd be a perfect spot for him to be. You know, he wants to be a booker like his father was. He'll book matches and whatever. And if he wants to be that main guy in there, he could do it until he feels that he could put some younger talent in there. That's the way I'm looking at it. But, but if you if you you've already had a relationship with him and you're already you're already feeling as though that yeah, I don't like the way that you you you're working. I your 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 creativity here. I'm not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. I'm um you, you've you've booked yourself in a corner. You've booked other people around you in a corner so much that some guys don't even want to work with you anymore because you know you get that sense that with the Bucks and Omega that they like I said they 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 made it seem like he had COVID twenty three like they didn't want to get nowhere near the motherfucker. <laughs> probably but, because probably he was in the back. Why, and why would you give him that gig? Like there's other opportunities for other places that that that. And other people that you could put there. If you're if you've already squared yourself to say that this isn't working for here, it's also a downgrade for him. You know, it's but, it's, but, different. But he, it's different. It's different with Triple H. When Triple H said he'll uh-huh. do NXT, it's because he was welcoming to that. It, it was him proving himself that when the time comes. Which, by the way, I, I'll, I'll I'll touch on quickly about the Vince McMahon interview with um, McAfee. Yeah, it was his way of of proving himself that you know if something goes down that he can take that helm if he needed to. Well, how about if he does? Maybe he does a Triple H move, right? But he also wrestles on occasion because I mean, Cody's what close to 40, 38, 39? Um. I mean, if, well, if he let's say if he does go to WWE, what the hell is he gonna do there? Because you know he's even if he becomes the world champion, right? Let's say not not the universal. Champion. I don't even think he, I don't even think he's that's his aspirations there. So what's his aspiration? Is he just doing it because he wants to stick it to Tony Khan? I mean, what are you gonna get? There? That's 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 career suicide. You're not gonna right. get booked. It, it, the most what if they give you the Intercontinental belt, you still a Mick Carter. So basically, you left. You left WWE in 2015, 16, whatever it was. You was a Mick Carter then. Now you come back, and now you're in the Mick Carter again. So how you, you know, this doesn't make sense. Okay, so here's a perception that a lot of people don't get. Being a great wrestler, being a great person who makes a a, a career for themselves, who is a fixture or a focal point in wrestling, doesn't mean titles. Yeah. Doesn't mean doesn't mean putting the, the gold on. Doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. We've known many people in a career who we've believed that should have had exceptional careers being a world champ. And they yeah. didn't. But what got them over was their persona, their gimmick, and their connection with the fan base, be it heel or face. 
Cody could come in with one thing and one thing only that a lot of people would already have um, staying power with. And that's stories, mm-hmm. especially coming off of AEW. Yeah. Easily he could come in if Hunter's healthy. That's or, or, right off the rip. That's one. You've done trash, talk shit. You broke a throne, did the sledgehammer shit, all that. Mm-hmm. That's an instant story. Hell, you could even bring in your wife for that little story. Whatever. That's one. Instantly, you could, if you want, you can you can have a, a run with with uh Roman. That's that could be a quick run there. Hell, you still have some unresolved issues with AJ. That's another run there. Everything doesn't really have to be about the title. No, if you're a mid-car, you could come in just as a story guy. You could come in as a guy who could come uh and Elevate talent. Hell. Hey, Austin Theory. Listen, kid, I've been here before. You don't want to go through what I've done. You could either A, make him a protege, or B, you can go against him. There's a lot of things. I swear, I'm, I should be writing for WWE. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's funny. You're saying all that, and that all sounds good, but you know WWE is not going to go that route. But but that, I understand what you're saying. But now... But here's, but here's, the, but here's the other thing, though, before, before we continue. If you listen to the, the McAfee... Vince conversation, which, by the uh-huh. way, if you haven't, it's it's a it's it's a great listen because okay. you know as much shit as we give Vince for what the fuck he does with his choices and creative, he's right about a lot of shit and the right thing, which will be the example of Cody, which is I don't make wrestlers, I make superstars. Mm-hmm. Cody's a superstar. Cody wants to be on TV. Cody wants to be a a Hollywood fixture. WWE made him to be that. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to take 10, 15 years of bumps and do everything. AEW has a roster. WWE has a roster. How many guys in that roster are going to be able to exist afterwards? What are you going to be? You're going to be doing fucking signings at the main event? Or you're going to be the guy who is working Hollywood, doing stunt work, training, opening your own school. What? Who are you going to be? You know, and with Vince's mentality, that's what was his thought. And it proved it with Cody making that jump because he said, I can go, I could go back to WWE because I know that I'm going to have to pay my dues when I go back in. But I also know that I'm already aware of how that inner workings work. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm aware of, you know, I can make the money here. And if I wanted to, you know, put money to the side and say, hey, maybe I want to stop my own shit. He can do it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, EC3 and, and, and Braun Strowman are doing the CYN promotion. Oh, so, that's going to be so interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'm so yeah. mad because I had Killer Cross in my hands. Yo. You Talking know, about that, figure, figuratively, not literally, because that would have just been weird. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I forgot to even bring that up. I forgot to even talk. Yo, about it. it's funny because I know there was Killer Cross was supposed to be at that bar this weekend, right? Uh, I know. By the way, uh, and Mike, Mike, Mike uh, put a picture up, and I was like, "Shit!" By the way, one of the if I I have to and I and I have to oh, say you this. went. I was there. I was oh, there. Shit, bro! You should have called me, bro. I forgot. Yo, let me tell you honestly. You got to go to Outlaw Show. The Outlaw Show is a fucking great. 
I, go I, I, I sit there. It, 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 you drink and it, it, you're, you're going to have a good time. They've sold me. They fucking sold me greatly. They got yeah, me. Yeah. Shout out to Bull James and those guys over there. Yeah. And I say this wholeheartedly and I say this and, and, and not being that because uh, of the venue of where we were at that night. Besides the wrestlers that I know personally, as in, you know, outside of life and outside in life personally, professionally, Killer Cross was probably one of the best individuals in wrestling that I've ever come across mm. as a personable individual person yeah. because he was so open. And like I said, I, I, I didn't pitch him for the show. Because I was like, you know, I don't, I, you know, I know he probably gets it all the time, but and I was like, you know what? I'm not even here for that. That's not what. We're but the stuff that he told us, in which we we won't disclose because it's off the record. I mean, it, it, it's it's something that. But the stuff that he told us, it would be like mind blowing mm. for everybody else because it's so not what you th- you would think it is. And he was so cool. He's, I mean, literally. Before we knew it, the main event was done at about 1030. Yeah. We were still at the bar talking to him until about 1, 1, 120 in the oh, morning. Wow. Yeah, he was so fucking cool, man. One of the, like I said, one of the best guys I've ever met in wrestling. I, I shout out to him, man. Yeah, that's that's cool. Okay, so real quick, this Ring of Honor thing, who if they bring in William Regal, do you see them bring in William Regal or Samoa Joe running that? I mean, I'd rather have William Regal because William Regal's knowledge of professional wrestling and what he did in NXT will make will be so good for, for Ring of Honor. Uh, they would be stupid if they didn't do that. Mm. Yeah, I, that's, what I'm saying. I, that's what I said. That's why I said it makes more sense that if he did it and Joe did it, then yeah. um, Cody. They, it, yeah. it, they would be stupid if they pass up on that deal. And that, that's the thing that got me like, I'm like, I, 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 in reality, I didn't want Cody to leave because, you know, he was part of the AEW joint, whatever. I mean, and I'm telling you, I mean, I went to Grand Slam also. I think the people turned on Cody when Malachi Black first showed up at AEW. Oh. For some uncertain reason, whatever, I remember that night when he showed up and you had everybody on Twitter like, oh, if Malachi, if, if Cody beats Malachi, we're going to, uh, you know, fuck him, fuck AEW. They were going crazy. And I'm like, what? But then Malachi ended up beating him. But when I went to see him, I think it was the second time they wrestled in Grand Slam, right? That was the second right. time. And I heard the bulls. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was confused, bro. And I don't know. To me, it's like um, for him to come back, I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I really don't see him coming back. I know everybody's they 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 want to have this this feeling of um <clears throat> this 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 feeling as though that Cody has his father's genius. And mind you, like I said, mm. Cody. I mean, and Dusty had his fucking hiccups too. We we like I said, we've watched wrestling for years, so we've seen this fucking. Yeah, the Dusty. Remember, thing. everybody knows that what it's called now, the Dusty finish. A lot of the, the Dusty uh, finish. The a fucking, lot of the young, like young wrestling fans, don't know about that. You know, the trailer, yeah, the trailer yeah. part, the, the 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 trailer truck matches and shit like that. Oh uh, shit, yeah. All the so, attack, all the attacks outside, and get your hand slammed with a car door. He's got a bicycle. You know, yeah. he there's a there's so many. 
there's so many hiccups that came with his greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that he had earned that right as of yet to be able to call that shot. It's just that he wrote it with the name. And you could see because even Dustin, Dustin didn't fucking care. And he was one that was closely tied to Dusty more than anything. Yeah. So you didn't see him, you know, try to be, you know, guys that, that, that rode the wagon. He's like, hey, man, I'll, I'll just help the guys in the back. You know, I'll nurture them to what they got to do, blah, 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 whatever. You know, we, we, you don't see him on any stories of, of him booking or, or, or anything else uh, creatively getting involved. I think right now, smartly, we, we already saw um, and heard the stories with Joe that Joe uh, was already at NXT helping out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Regal. Regal, um, I'm not sure. I know that he was more of a fixture as a, a, as a face guy mm-hmm. in the company for NXT. I, I know that he was more of a mentor. To a, a lot, lot of guys, for a lot of the guys in the back. Yeah, I don't know if it was it was more creatively that he was involved then because I know um uh um there was a, there was the, the like Sean uh Hunter mm-hmm. um what's his what's his name? I know he was fucking Tensai before. Um Road Dog? Uh, no, no, Road Dog was there, but uh, the other one that was Tensai. Um Oh, you're talking about um uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Albert. Prince, Prince oh, Albert, yeah. Yeah, yeah, his gimmick shit. Um, he, they they were more in the 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 back creatively, mm-hmm. but still, to have a guy like Regal in that presence in that in in that place, yeah, I it makes a lot of sense. And the best part about AEW is that once again they're so transparent that these are motherfuckers that will actually send out rumors just to confirm it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he yeah. he 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 looks he looks. He looks for for the for the clickbait, fucking Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, now that I have you here, before I let you go, now we were in House of Glory, I think last month, right? Mm. The um, oh my god, who's a uh, smiley? You is going off in the back, flipping out after the after the end of the match, and you was like, oh, he's going to AEW. What was that all about? No, I didn't even say he's going to AEW. I said he should be in AEW. Yeah, yeah. But what was your beef though? Because you didn't look happy with the way this shit ended. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on with um with him in general. We we had we had um I, I remember watching this kid when he was like arrow arrow star some shit. I forgot the fucking name he was. Yeah. Um before we he became smiley. And I always said that the kid is talented. Yes, he is. I always knew that there was something with him. And there's even been times where I see that, you know, he's put on a little weight, you know, that's, you know, the, the daddy weight. He's not, he's a, he's a father now. No, yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. He got the daddy weight, but the fucker still moves as though like he was the fucking yeah, 35 the, the fucking moves he making in the ring. It's just like, he does shit from a cruiserweight. And I'm like a fucking guy that heavy could do all that, those moves. Right. And I look and I see that there's a lot of other guys that's out there. And, and, you know, I don't know whether it's, um, Ass kissing, um, hard hard sells. Who's pitching? Who's whatever the case may be. But a kid like him, and 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 this is a guy that I said, and I, I've gotten into it for the longest time. Where I said, "Who the fuck is missing this 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 gimmick? Who who's missing the boat on this?" Yeah. 
um, fits perfectly with like a dark order kind of thing. Fits yeah. perfectly with like a death triangle. Fits perfectly with a, a, a house of black. I mean, there's so much that can work with him. And on that night, I keep seeing him in the same vein and same booking. And I go, why are we wasting him like this? This is a, you know, they had him as their champion at one time. And it was, you know, it, it was a, a fan favorite thing when we, you know, the, the, the crowd loved it, except for Oski. Oski was a fucking hater. Um, <laughs> he didn't like it for a long time until he finally broke. We, we broke him. Okay. Um, but on this night, it bothered me and it's been bothering me uh, for some time, especially with the promotion, which I was there since day one. Uh, that sometimes I feel as though that I don't know, like, like there's a fear of letting certain people go or yeah. there's a fear of I don't know if it's the wrestler. It kind of I don't know if the wrestler doesn't feel like they're ready or they're not getting the call or whatever. Um, and I've had a lot of those guys come through the, the through through the studio, um, aka my dining room. Um, I've had them come <laughs> here and talk about oh, if you like me so much and you say that I should be on the card, then you know let them know. Yeah, and then what? Yeah, I mean, you can let them know, but if they're not doing it, that's yeah. I mean, then what? Well, yeah, you're going, you're going to do as much as you can, you know. So, I so mean, and, and that's why I was sitting there, you know, really chanting for him because there's so many other guys that I'm seeing get these fucking dark matches and literally the AEW dark matches and uh, these these evolution matches, and I go, why not him? What's happening? What what are we doing here? I'm hoping that the angle that they did. Mm-hmm. Where he was stretchered out, yeah, is his goodbye. That he's mm. not coming back, and he's actually going to get that call. Yeah, which would piss me off because I've been trying to get the fucker for the longest on the show, and the fucking has been ducking me because his his supposedly his his gimmick doesn't talk. But I gotta get the bitch uh, soon. Anyway, so anyway, I'm gonna let you go because I know you got your own stuff to do, and when I and when I, uh, again, bro, listen, you don't know how much I appreciate you, bro. I think you, you was one of the first podcasters. They had me on the show. And when, I remember you called me up and said, yo, I want you to do a show to talk about Ring of Honor. Here we are, freaking 100 episodes later, we're talking about Ring of Honor again. But, yo, I appreciate you, bro. I love you like you're my brother, bro. And, you know, I, you know, just let everybody know where they can find you and whatnot, your, everything. Just, just, you know, advertise everything you got, bro. No, you know what? Thanks again for having me on. Like I said, 100 episodes is not easy for a lot of people, man, especially in this game. Yep. The, wrestling po- the wrestling podcast game. I, I, I've been telling motherfuckers for the longest. I said, I'm going to go down wholeheartedly as the most underrated wrestling podcast in the business. And I'm and I'm OK with that. I'm, I'm yeah, good with yeah. that. You know, um, I might get a little bitter right now, but, you know, <laughs> but, we're, but like, we're in the business. Remember, we're in the business where. You everybody know, thinks they could do. Everybody a, thinks. A, they, yeah, they, everybody thinks. You know, they 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 fucking they're the, they're the fucking masters of professional wrestling. And you know, let me tell you, and I and I mentioned it, and on I mentioned it on my episode this week. One of the biggest compliments that I get doing this is when a person who's been on the show or a person who's listened to the show would come to me and they'll say your podcast was the easiest one to do 
because I felt as though I was talking to a locker room mate or one of my homeboys mm. or family because it wasn't as though I was talking to a Mark chasing down answers or a person who was not in um, the know of not only us as wrestlers, but personally. And when I hear the listeners say, yo, it was 50 minutes, it was 60 minutes, and it felt as though that was like 10 because it was so smooth how that conversation went. That's the biggest compliment, and that's the biggest thing that I get that I get for when I do the podcast. And I'm hoping that you get that as well. And with your next hundred that's coming up, that you are able to embrace get the same embrace from everybody and you, you get in contact with in this wrestling world because it's not easy, man. No, you know. Not. You know, it, to to sit there and fight for interviews, and you know, motherfuckers telling you, oh, you know, I charge twenty five. I tell you, well, yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't deal with wrestlers that they're gonna oh, charge because I, I make them know, like, look, I'm not a big name podcast. I don't, I'm not making thousands of dollars. If you want to come to my show, I come. That's why I deal with mostly indie wrestlers because these are guys that you know they want to get the name, you know, known out there. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but it, it's it's like I said, it's it's tough. It's, yeah, it's a, it is. It's, tough, it's a tough uh um genre and podcasting to do because like i said everybody named mother is doing it but for you to continue and pushing through and you've done everything to do it where you're on fucking uh on 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 i'm every fucking youtube audio. you're on fucking now you're on tiktok you're on uh yeah, it's not you're, easy, you're all over the place doing it and and, and shout and, out to you and for you doing know that. what and you know what and, and this is i love chatting with you because it's like we're from like this almost the same background and we're you know, we we on the same genre. We started about the same time watching wrestling. So it makes it easier. I don't have to be, like you say, be professional. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I could just fucking say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and it's and it's funny because, like, I I, I, know, I know I'm talking shit, but I've been drinking. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it's funny because I run into these wrestlers and I, and I get, you know, the information and I go to book and book. And then, you know, I go to the next event and they're there and they'll go, why haven't you called me yet? And I go, yo, you know what's crazy? It's my fault mm-hmm. because not only do I have a real fucking life I have to, out of here, mm-hmm. but it's also guys like you, guys like uh, um, uh, M2Ink that comes on the show, um, guys like Hank and all that. I get the guys who come in, and uh, especially my boy um, uh, JV Lewis from St. Louis, I usually have better conversations with you guys because it's it's more of a connecting of the wrestling community. It's not yeah. somebody who's been in the ring, somebody who's bumping, who's bumping around, who has on, on the road. We, we have that conversation as though like, yeah, like we're the fans who are into it. So I've, I've, I think I've drawn myself a little bit more to that. Yeah. But it's also um, where in hindsight, yeah. the wrestling podcasting world, it's so fucking toxic. Yeah, <laughs> it's hell yeah. Toxic, but you know what? For us to still in, stay in the game, and for you especially, you know, to keep grinding, keep doing what you do. I always tell you, man, um, when it stops being fun, that's yeah. when you don't, you don't want to yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, promote your stuff, bro. Let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, it's your boy Jay Santi, as always. Uh, the king of talk style. Uh, the cheap thrill and. Um, 
as my boy Josie Boy would say back in the days for his show, I'm your girl's favorite wrestling podcaster. And <laughs> uh, make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on our liking group page on Facebook. Fucking Facebook banned me for a fucking uh, a month. I don't even know why. Really? Um, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. That's all right. I, I'm finding other outlets. But uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Turbocal Tab, as well as on Twitter at Turbocal Tab, and check out uh, YouTube and TikTok at Turbocal Tabloid. All pack up. All podcasting outlets were available. Uh, we're it's everywhere. We we like we we're everywhere. You're never there. That's what we always yeah. tell people. And um, as always, shout out to the family at RageWorks dot, uh, dot, yeah, dot definitely. net. Definitely shout out to the RageWorks family. Yes, yes. And good luck to you, man. We have our own anniversary coming up too, man. Yeah, Listen, let me know. I'm uh, as a matter of fact, man, I would love to. Uh, you know what? I I I gotta I'll book it around it as well because you know since we do two episodes a week, we'll book around it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, five year anniversaries for Turnbuckle Tablet, man. Ooh, five years. Five years. How long you been doing it? I'm gonna be make uh, May 31st. I make three years. I've been doing yeah. podcasts. Five so. years, man. Um, I, I started off with a sports podcast that had wrestling in it, and then just took wrestling on its own. And it's gonna be five years coming up. Uh, uh third week of March, we'll be celebrating that. The five oh, years. Okay. So let me know, bro. Just uh, let me know if you need a recording or whatever. Yeah, I'm down. You know. Yeah, and um, like I said, um, congratulations to you as thank well, you, man. sir. Thank you, thank you. That is it for me today, guys. Again. I want to thank my boy Jay the Jay Rest Santi. You know, I always fuck up this shit. I, yeah, it happens. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't even want to use the red anymore because people are gonna think I'm fucking Russian and invading uh, <laughs> the Ukraine. <laughs> so check out Turnbuckle Tabloid and all um all his podcast uh, platform, especially the Ray Works. Um, so again, thank you for everybody for the hundred episode, which has not been easy. It's been hell. But again, I want to thank my boy Jay because um, he's been there in my corner and supporting. So always. Until then, guys, we'll talk later. I'll see you soon. Hi, this is James Rodens from the WNR podcast, and you are listening to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. guys my sit down interview or my host my special guest host on my 100 uh youtube episode my wrestling channel on youtube and i want to thank mr j the red santi or should i not call you red anymore because you might get sanctioned you know this is a probably little private joke we had um you know uh, it was an honor having him in my uh show uh you know again much love to this man. You know, he was one of the first people to invite me in his podcast about about almost three years ago and, you know, to talk about Ring of Honor stuff. And now um, I was invited to come to his anniversary show, five-year anniversary. So, guys, go check out Turnbook or Tabloid at any audio or platforms that you guys like to listen to your show. He's everywhere. Um, check out his YouTube channel. He also has a YouTube channel called the Tur- uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid. So big ups to my man Jade Red Santi. Um, real quick, uh, I know WWE had the MSG show this uh, last night. Uh, it's funny how WWE always say and Mrs. Man says that AEW is not competition. But what did WWE did last night? That after Brock Lesnar defeated Austin Theory, the bloodline. The bloodline jumped 
of Mr. Brock Lesnar in the ring. He tried to fight them off. He was taking them out, but it was too much for him. And they made him bleed. They left him bleeding on his own blood. Kind of reminds you of what happened this past Wednesday at the AEW Dynamite where MJ bloodied up CM Punk. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, it goes to show you that these supposed writers go and watch AEW and they copy the damn um, storylines from AEW. And people may not agree with me, but come on. Uh, since when WWE does this on a non-televised show where they leave Brock Lesnar uh, bleeding? So now, are they going to show this on Raw coming up this Monday or on SmackDown Friday? You know they don't show color. They're the first one t- talking about the AEW uh, is, uh, you know, uh, gored and bloody and all that. But here they are doing the same thing in Madison Square Garden with his children there, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, you know, they contradict themselves. That, that's all I got to say. They contradict themselves. And this is why they knew I don't have anything positive to talk about them because they don't, they, they're trying so hard to get the fans base. And again, they're making all this money. It's not because they're making money in these arenas and in these events. They're making money because of all these companies. They are making business with them. It has nothing to do with us, the hard-earned uh, worker, working fan. They spend money for their product. Well, not me. I don't spend no damn money on WWE. But those who are very loyal to WWE and you know want to see the WrestleManias at $7,500, Hundred dollars. I mean, and then people are like, "Oh, but I got Peacock." It's so what? Peacock right now. I hear so many people complain about that streaming service. They're not on point. So, but that is, I mean, that's their choice. This is what they do. So, again, I'm happy the fact that you know Tony Combo, Ring of Honor, professional wrestling is on the on the highest highs right now, and the fact that Josh Alexander is back in Impact where he was supposed to be at. So that is a cool thing. So that is it for me today. Again, thank you. If you guys did not listen to the YouTube version of the interview between me and Jay Santi from the Turbuckle Tabloid, you could go to my YouTube channel, listen to it, watch it if you would like to watch it, and give me a thumbs up and give me, leave me your comments and let me know what you think of the video as a 45-minute conversation we had. And so we, you know, I decided also as of last week because – uh, I got so wrestled out last week. I had so many podcasts to do and with other podcasts. And I decided, well, you know what? From now on, I could do a YouTube video and then go and throw it in my audio podcast on, you know, on Sunday, which would be the same thing because it'll be the most the same topics that we talked. So, you know, you get more uh, when with the audio podcast. It'll be the extended version of my podcast. So you guys get to listen to it and enjoy it. So, with that, guys, that is it. If you guys want to follow me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also follow me on YouTube channel, the YouTube, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. You go to my store to get your the uh, the apparels, the T-shirts, the hats, the sweater um, at tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. That's tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. You will help the podcast. Uh, gladly will appreciate you helping the podcast. By purchasing one of those items on the store again, tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. You can also follow me on TikTok, which I do three minute video talk about the topic of the day. So I don't do it every day because sometimes you know it's not a lot of uh, big topics coming up, but with 
AEW Revolution tonight coming up. Uh, what's going to happen in Impact? Um, uh, still haven't checked New Japan or MLW, but uh, so uh, I'll definitely talk about that next week. Um, until then, guys, enjoy your day. And again, I am the ultimate one from New York City. Top guy out. Get the music.